0: Hello and welcome to the World Dreamer Podcast, where we take popular stories and settings and turn them into tabletop RPGs. My name is Matt, and today we'll be diving into the world of Soul Eater. What's a Soul Eater thing I can say to start this episode off? Like, what is Soul Eater's classic
1: catchphrase? A sound soul dwells within a sound mind and a sound body. Yeah,
0: you know, I was gonna start this off with a soul caliber joke, but that does actually sound like something the narrator would say before a fight starts in Soul Calibur. <laughs> <laughs>
2: and that's it, that's the intro. That's yep, the intro. We Alright.
0: Welcome to that's World it. Dreamer. <laughs> we got a pair of returning guests here. We've got Gail. Gail, what's up? Hi, hi. Not- not a whole lot going on. Understandable. And also with us, we have Joe. Joe, what's going on with you?
2: Ayo! It's going. It definitely is.
0: You know, that's what we want to hear. We want to hear that it's going. And, uh, today we're going straight into Soul Eater. And like our Payday episode, uh, I'm going into this with very minimal knowledge. I know very little about Soul Eater. However, I, I really enjoyed making the Payday episode and going in blind, so I'm excited to uh, try this out. Joe, it feels like we can never be on an episode where we have equal knowledge of the subject we're talking about.
1: Oh, yeah, no.
2: No. <laughs> one of us knows what's happening, the other one's just there for the ride.
0: Yeah, that's on me. I thought we'd have the same level of knowledge for the first episode you were on, but I, I was mistaken. And now I've deliberately invited you on the two episodes where I n- know nothing. Well, at the very least,
1: I know what's happened now.
2: Which which episode was that first one?
0: Uh, that would
1: be Ace Attorney. Ah. Uh. I'm just sitting there with fucking, uh, <laughs> Rio. <laughs> my boyfriend is pretty much carrying the entire fucking thing. And i was just sitting there just like, Mm, yes, these gay attorneys.
0: Shout out to Rio. Oh, hell yeah. He's doing God's work. Absolutely. While I may have zero
1: familiarity with Soul Eater, uh what's y'all's level of familiarity with Soul Leader? Uh, my brother introduced me to the show when I was like, 12 it was on netflix and i fucking binged the entire thing uh recently i've gotten into the manga and started like reading like after where the anime ends off because it's sort of like a full metal alchemist not the brotherhood uh situation where like the anime differs heavily from the manga because the anime got ahead of the manga uh so they just had to write their own ending which people didn't really like but Hey, it worked for Game of Thrones,
0: right? Everyone liked the last season of that. Oh, yeah, yeah, no. Game of Thrones,
2: Season 8. Haha, An IP that I am certainly familiar with. Uh huh.
1: Yeah. It's almost like shows like that should just take a fucking break,
2: but what do I know?
0: Yeah. Gail, how about you? What's your level of familiarity with Soul Eater?
2: It was one of the earlier anime that I watched. I believe it was sometime in middle school. I was watching you know, everyone's first bad anime, Sword Art Online, on Netflix. Mm, Of course. And Soul Eater showed up in the recommended, and I was like, oh, that looks interesting. And it was surprisingly good for Netflix's recommendations based off of the one anime I was watching so far.
0: Hey, you know, we can say this. It's better than Sword Art
1: Online.
2: You know, the bar is so low for that.
1: Yeah,
0: but it's... It's still an achievement, nonetheless.
1: I mean, could literally have a fucking monkey on a typewriter and it
2: could find a better show than Sword Art Online. Actually, we can't rag on it too much. If it didn't exist, we wouldn't have the abridged version. That's fair.
0: That's true. I fucking love Sword Art Online abridged. Yeah, here we are talking about Soul Eater, and I'll pitch this question to both of you since I definitely can't answer it. Uh, why are we talking about Soul Eater? Uh, why do we like it so much? And by we, I mean you. And why do we think it deserves something outside of D&D?
2: So, Soul Eater kind of has something going on similar to, like, how Fate and JoJo's, specifically with Stands, would work. In that, essentially, the main story, you got the Grim Reapers running this academy, you know, as, as you do and essentially the students at the academy half of them are just like kind of regular humans they're known as meisters and then the other half are people who can turn into fucking weapons and then they go out and hunt down sinners and collect their souls so you've got the thing of you're gonna need two characters per player minimum because you know you've got the weapon And the user.
1: Yeah, and the weapon's like an actual fucking person. It's not like just gun.
0: Gotcha. There is a dude with guns, though, right? He has two guns, doesn't
2: he? Yeah, he's got two guns and an extremely severe case of OCD. Checks out.
1: Yeah, that's the whole reason he seeks out two separate weapons. Like, usually people don't do that, but he's like... I need to be symmetrical in fucking everything. (laughs) He needs
2: to be symmetrical.
0: So, I assume this is Death the Kid, yes? Yeah. In my cursory research, I did see him, and my initial reaction to his design was me thinking, God, I hate you, and I I tried to parse in my head why. And funny that we've kept talking about this, because when I figured it out, it's because, oh, I think he kind of looks like Kirito. (laughs) 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 I'm sure he's a very fun character. Uh, that was just my initial reaction of being like, oh, that's why.
2: Fair, fair enough.
1: Well, I mean, I will say this much. When I watched the show, this was before I even got into, like, sub-anime. The fabulous Todd Habercorn, uh, voices the Kids, so... He at least has that up on Kirito. That's fair. Also,
0: joke I want to make to get it out of the way. So this is... This story is about grim reapers and living weapons, right? Yes. But it's not Bleach which is also a story about Grim Reapers and living weapons.
2: (laughs) Yes, this is not Bleach. Uh, I don't know enough about Bleach to fully get that joke.
0: I don't either, but to my understanding of Bleach, Bleach is about a school for Grim Reapers who have living weapons. I'll take your word for it. Honestly, don't. I wouldn't take my word for it. <laughs> Fair
1: enough. From what I know about Bleach, the main difference is that, like, Soul Eater is more comedy based, and, like, also there are multiple main characters. There isn't, like, one set main character in Soul Eater.
2: Because, like, there's the three, technically, seven main characters, which is, like, the trio of maka death the kid and black star who black star is like the shonen protagonist of soul eater
1: he's like naruto taken to an even more extreme oh no yeah
2: oh, luckily no. He, he, he does get better okay but
1: i'll
0: i'll take your oh, word boy. for it. <laughs> it he
2: if you thought naruto was annoying yeah You're in for a rude awakening. (laughs) But luckily, unlike Naruto, instead of being front and center protag, it's played off as comedic relief. That's
0: good. Yeah. And he doesn't end up becoming a fucking dictator at the end. (laughs) Oh, he would (laughs) love that. No. But jumping into character design. So you would require two characters for this. A... Meister and a, a weapon person like you couldn't have one without the other in theory.
2: Yeah, um, there are actually so there. there's like some interesting techniques that show up in the story where There's like one Meister who doesn't necessarily need to use a weapon. And then there's one weapon who attained like the highest level of being a weapon. Essentially, you hunt down 99 evil souls and then a witch soul, and then you ascend your weapon to become a death scythe. Don't let the name fool you. There's only one Death Scythe who's actually a Scythe.
0: Of course. Why, you know, why would there be more?
1: Well, technically two when Soul does that in the manga. Yeah,
2: but so one of the Death Scythes at the beginning of the story actually became a Death Scythe without a Meister. He just did it completely by himself.
0: Interesting. But these are rare. Like, these are exceptions.
1: Yeah. And then there's also, like... There's Meisters that can technically, like, attack without weapons. They use their own, like, soul length.
2: Yeah, they use their soul wavelength. Which, the only big example of that is Dr. Frankenstein. Yeah. Ah. Talk about creative names.
0: Legally distinct character.
2: I mean, you also got the
1: the main villain. Well, not the main villain. The main one's really, like, the Keishan. But we, we got Medusa. She's a, she's a witch. The first, like, Keishan they ever kill is Jack the Ripper. They really like, like, playing off of, like, folktales and shit. That sort of gothic aesthetic. Oh, yeah, yeah, no, that is, like, central to the show, that whole fucking gothic aesthetic. It's very, like, uh, Nightmare on Christmas sort of uh, feel to the show. Nightmare before Christmas? Yeah, yeah, yeah and you got like fucking pumpkins everywhere shit like
2: that. If you look up only one thing about this show, look up the design of the moon. I'm
0: gonna do that right now. Yeah, just just do it
2: right now.
1: The sun is also interesting, but the moon is like
0: So, if we were to, you know, have people make characters based on soul eater stuff, presumably the main PC would be the Maestro. Does that sound right? Oh holy shit that's the moon. <laughs>
1: yeah. Why is it
0: bleeding? And
1: people just uh, kind of take that as normal. Is it alive? Does it speak? It yeah, laughs. Um, oh.
2: Yes. I don't it can't it can't speak. It is alive. Uh yeah, the sun always laughs. Whose
0: blood is that? Uh, don't worry about I mean, it. Okay.
2: Yeah. Anyway, obviously As with all episodes of World Dreamers, spoilers for the topic ahead. Oh, yeah. One of the climactic arcs of the show takes place on the moon. Oh. Yeah, they go up there, and they fight a demon. As you do. And it's pretty sick. They go into its nose. I don't have anything else beyond that. (laughs) (laughs) That's good. We like to hear that.
0: So, based on what I'm hearing, I feel like the Meister is probably the main character, and then... You would probably give the Meister the actual stats, and then the weapon would be an item, but one that's very heavily customizable. And maybe there are a couple, like, weapon stats for the game. Does that make sense as a basis?
2: Yeah, because, like, the, the Meister essentially forms, like, the basis for combat, but the weapon that they use is what determines their techniques, Is the weapon primarily what
0: separates Meisters from one another, or is there other stuff that makes them distinct?
2: I think one of the main focuses of Soul Eater is the personality balancing between weapon and Meister. One of the like techniques that they do, it's called Soul Resonance, and that's where the Wavelengths of the soul between the weapon and Meister hit the same frequency and they become more powerful as a result. And so you need to have compatible soul wavelengths in order to use a specific weapon. So one one of the um, actually earliest, I think it's the first episode, Death the Kid arrives at the Death Weapon Meister Academy, which is genuinely what the school's called. And Blackstar, who's very like showboaty and... I I just remembered that his actual name is Soul.
1: Yeah, his name is Soul Eater. No, his (laughs)
2: name's Soul Evans, which, I don't know if that's better or worse. That's
0: that actor who plays Captain America, right? (laughs) (laughs) Soul Evans. (laughs) (laughs) Alright, I really killed the momentum of that bit. I'm sorry, continue. (laughs)
2: That's good, that's good. Um... But so, the two of them are like, oh, Death of the Kid's here. He's the son of the Grim Reaper. We're gonna fight him and show him who's boss. And so, Blackstar tries to use Soul, but their Soul wavelengths are just so incompatible that I believe Blackstar just straight up can't lift the scythe that Soul turns into. He
1: tries to grab him, and then it like... Soul ends up falling on him, he starts fucking bleeding out of his head.
2: Oh yeah the show's use of blood is extremely comedic that's cool i like that sort of idea yeah but so another thing that makes dr frankenstein so unique is that he can adjust the wavelength of his soul so he can use pretty much any weapon
1: that seems very strong and then on the uh flip side of it there's a weapon who's pretty much only played for jokes but excalibur (laughs) is a weapon that can be wielded by any meister But the only reason that nobody fucking stays as Meister is because he's so annoying. And, like, he makes you, like, do all these fucking different, uh, follow all these different codes. And nobody can fucking deal with that. Even though he's, like, arguably, like, one of the best weapons.
0: That's funny. It seems like as far as, like, character and class composition goes, the weapon is really going to be what makes the playstyle and probably not like a class but like the closest thing to it and then the meister is like the actual character i want to ask about the soul wavelength so is there something in particular that determines that like is that something you could factor in for character building or is it just a thing where we say like oh you and the weapon you design for the sake of the game conveniently have the same soul wavelength
1: i'd say it's it it would definitely be a convenience sake like you and your weapon kind of need to be compatible but i it's definitely like a personality sort of thing and the way we see it throughout the show is like usually the meister and the weapon have kind of like different personalities that complement one another
2: like the very ostentatious and outgoing black star has a weapon that's i don't want to use this word but it's really the best word. She's a bit more submissive. Oh, no. <laughs> like, You're right, That that is a weird word. It's not a good word, but it's, like, the best one to use. Yeah. No, I get passive, maybe? Yeah, yes. Yeah,
1: she's, like, a guiding hand towards him. She kind of, like, supports him throughout his, like...
2: She's, like, a little bit of a doormat, but you kind of have to be if you want to be partnered with Blackstar. Yeah, I see.
0: Yeah, so the soul wavelength, we can just say, and eh, it is what it is to be necessary.
2: Yeah, uh, excerpt from the fandom wiki about Black Star's weapon. Her soul is very cooperative and has a lot of space to ex- accept people, as said by Stein. Because of her accepting nature, she can see the good in people who, at first glance, do not seem to have anything likable about them. Well,
0: it's a good thing we have Stein in his gate to tell us these things. <laughs> Based on this and where this is a more shown-in like, combat show, as far as stats go, I feel like you could probably just use equivalents to D&D stats for characters. For weapons, is it more like probably you have a bunch of, like, perks you can buy for weapons when you're designing them? Do weapons have stats? Do they need them? What are your guys' thoughts on this?
1: Well, later in the show... Like, so, soul resonating is, like, one thing, just, like, a prerequisite to being able to, like, carry your weapon and, like, use it, but later in the show, they start delving further into, like, resonating with your uh, weapon and, like, making your wavelengths as one, and once you do that, your, like, weapon gets, like, a huge power boost, so I'd say, like, as you level up, you'd be able to, like, access... Techniques like that because, like, the main example is like Soul Eater and uh Maka. In very close to the beginning of the show, they managed to uh resonate their souls for a second and like uh access this thing called a Witch Hunter, which is said to like it'll destroy pretty much anything that's like evil. A witch, yeah, yeah, that's like a witch, but anything that's good, it won't do anything to, and then they access like an even further like powerful technique called genie hunter much later on and that's like the peak of like this will kill anything that's evil
0: kills any genies they come across
2: Oh yeah, yeah, of course, of course. Yeah, no, it's so powerful, but so specific, you know.
0: Any genie it touches, bam, obliterated. No matter how strong. Anything else, nothing.
2: <laughs> anything else, fuck you.
0: Unless the genie has
1: wishes left, of course.
0: Nope, it o- even overrides that. Oh my god. That's that's the strength of it. Wow. Witch hunter though won't do anything to genies. Witches though, they gotta watch out. Yeah, witches get out of here. <laughs> yeah it seems as far as gameplay goes this is probably a more like you'll get like perks and abilities you can give the weapon at the beginning and then get more as you like level up and there are probably some perks you could probably just get for the meister themselves that might be less directly combative
2: yeah i I feel like having sort of a cut down stat system for the weapon like how well they could handle themselves in a fight and something like that because it does come into play that sometimes the weapons will be without a meister and they do need to fend for themselves
0: okay so maybe like for cut down stats instead of having the full six you can combine strength and constitution and combine uh intelligence and wisdom and have like four stats for the weapons if that makes sense
2: Yeah, something like that. Or even just, like, a D through S rank system, like, strength, agility, potential, endurance, something like that. Like a JoJo stand stat sheet.
0: Except probably a bit more cut down than that. And more, like, the JoJo stats don't, we talk about this in the JoJo's episode, the JoJo stats don't even make sense. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. No, of course not. How is KISS A's in, like, everything?
1: Oh, yeah, I mean... KISS is the strongest stand.
0: Yeah, fucking apparently.
1: (laughs) You can stop time while I can duplicate my limbs. Who who wins in this scenario?
0: How do you have a gun stand with a C in range? Come on.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That's more just horse being horse. Like, I
0: get it. Emperor is basically an infinite Nerf gun, but still. (laughs) It couldn't
1: even kill Polnareff, right? Or Abdol.
0: It couldn't even kill Whole Horse. (laughs) (laughs) Whole Horse shot himself three times in the face and lived.
1: (laughs) But yeah, I think that
0: would work as far as stats goes. A bit going off of that, any thoughts as far as dice go? What sort of the dice system of this would look like? I
1: don't have any ideas. My brain is empty when it comes to dice. Like. You know, I understand the importance of them, but I'm like, I don't really know how to implement
2: those systems. You know me. Something, something, let's use the D12.
0: (laughs) I guess that's fair. I guess as a jumping up, like, how similar would you say, like, combat in this game would be to, like, combat in D&D? Would there be anything else to change it? Are there elements of it that might
1: require something, like a different type of, like, dice system? Well, so... I'd imagine to make every battle more interesting, you wouldn't want to be able to, like, do your soul resonance, like, wavelength thing every battle. So, like, maybe have it, like, a chance system where you have to roll to try and, like, uh, resonate with your partner.
0: That's interesting. I like that. Yeah, I think you could either make it a chance thing, or maybe it's a chance thing where, like, the percentage of you getting it gets, like, higher and higher as the battle progresses.
1: Yeah. So, like, eventually, you could get it just, like, given to you in the battle, but, like, you would have to survive that long?
0: Yeah, maybe it's, like, a D100 thing where you can't get it on the first round, and then your chances of getting it go up by either, like, 5% or 10% each round of combat.
2: No, yeah, I can definitely see that. Maybe, like, there's a Soul Resonance Dice Pool? Where as like the characters grow stronger, there's more dice added to the pool. And essentially, it would work kind of like Bardic Inspiration almost, where you could choose to add it to a roll, but you don't get it back for, at the very least, the rest of the fight. And then once you get strong enough to be able to consistently achieve Soul Resonance, you get just like a flat one die added to every roll or something.
0: That could be interesting. And I think with that, that you could still use, like, the D20 sort of Dungeons & Dragons system, but you could spice it up by having this also addition of a pool that's, like, going up both with the rounds of combat and also your own strength. Sorry, I'm looking at Death the Kid again. Does he have, like, a hoverboard, or what is this?
1: Yes. Yes. It's
2: never explained.
1: And frankly, I don't think it needs to be. It's part of a ring that he has for some reason, but yeah, there's no, like logistical reason for it. It's just he has a ring that can turn into a hoverboard.
0: Okay, cool. Is this like a modern-day magical
1: world-type situation, or what's the time frame here? That's a good question. Oh, (laughs) I see. I think technically it's supposed to take place in the United States. Yeah,
2: it takes place in the United States. That much is certain.
1: It takes place
0: during the events of Metal Gear Rising Revengeance.
1: (laughs) There isn't really, like... This is definitely, like, an alternate timeline sort of dealio. Uh, there's certain technologies they have, like, trains and stuff, but they don't really have, like, I don't think they have phones. They don't have phones, definitely. Gotcha.
0: Is there anything else you guys feel we're missing? Anything else
1: a a Soul Eater RPG desperately needs, do you feel? I mean, when considering this stuff, uh, I know that elements of it... I'm not a fan of Harry Potter, but that's just mainly because of jk rowling i know that elements of this show were definitely inspired off of harry potter like the whole like academy that trains kids to fight evil
0: there are a lot of stuff that did that like before harry potter like when did the when did the manga come out
1: uh 2004 i'm looking it up right now yeah, early 2004. There was an interview where, like, the creator was like, yeah, Harry Potter was a big inspiration for
2: me.
0: Oh, okay.
2: The The creator said it.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ah.
1: Uh,
2: the series, however, has been criticized for its use of fan service, a similarity to other shounen series.
1: Yeah, that checks out. I mean, that's just... That's anime. I mean, like,
2: yes. Given that literally the first episode oh, involves <laughs> cat... That can turn into a. And this is in air quotes. Witch who's constantly used as fan service. Age, not actual
0: age, physical age. Adult. Okay, just checking. Does Blair
1: even have an age, though? I mean, it's a cat. Ad-
2: adult question mark because you can never really tell. Yeah, I guess. Guess that's fair. But like, I think one of the breakout things of Soul Eater is that it's a shonen manga with a female protagonist which especially for the early 2000s is extremely rare and the fact that it was done extremely well at least in my opinion is phenomenal oh absolutely that's cool
1: like i said the seven characters are kind of there but
2: maka is like the main you get most of the series through maka's point of view essentially
0: now that you mention it i'm trying to think i can't place another shonen with a female well i guess technically jojo's but like seven times out of eight it's a male lead yeah that is really interesting
1: actually i also really like krona in the series who like is a um Character they introduce later on, and... She's the sad girl with the venom sword, right? Uh, kind of, but they're non-binary, canonically. Oh, non-binary icon. Yes. And they... they are I think they kind of play it for laughs, like, one or two times, but overall, non-binary, and they never, like, actually lean one way or the other. Like, this is a non-binary character. It's not like, oh, wink, wink. It's not a girl, but,
2: like... It's literally like
1: this character does not have gender.
2: I'm pretty sure in the English sub and dub they use she/her pronouns for Crona, but I believe in the original Japanese it uses masculine references. Oh, that's interesting.
0: It's also cool to have a a non-binary character in like an anime that isn't like a non-human, because like there are some cool non-binary characters in stuff like piccolo from dragon ball z though he's referred to sometimes with he him is non-binary however he's also like a slug man yeah
2: okay looking it up stone ocean came out in early december 1999 the original manga wait really
0: that's true but this at least had like a female lead like throughout all of it as opposed to jojo's which just had a female lead for like one arc i do love jolene though She's one of my favorite JoJos. Yeah, no, she's she's
2: really good. I forgot that there are special types of soul wavelength.
0: Oh yeah. <laughs> Some people really know how to hit that soul lick, you know? <laughs>
2: yeah, there's um you got you got the anti-demon wavelength, the what is the black needle? It's been a while since I've Uh, The healing wavelength, the madness wavelength, the murderous wavelength. Ooh, that one sounds fun.
1: Oh yeah, madness is like a really big deal in the show. Like the whole like main antagonist is Keishin. This whole bit is that like people around him like start going insane. Yeah, and then like there's this whole like black blood thing where they inject people with like I guess it's supposed to be Keishin blood, and that makes them uh, go a little crazy, and it makes them, uh, uh, it's supposed to make them more, like, uh, powerful and stuff, because there's a bit where uh, Soul gets exposed to uh, black blood, and then, like, by extension, Maka resonates with him, and
2: starts using black blood as well. Yeah, it's a very interesting, like, subplot, I'm sending you guys a screenshot from the fandom wiki, from the Madness Wavelength page. Okay.
1: What the fuck is that? Madness and boobs. <laughs> oh no. Yeah, this show does like its fan service. But I mean, like, there's a lot of anime that do that. I don't really hold it against Soul Eater.
0: Yeah, no, there's a lot of it. Like, there are some anime that have some, like, remarkably progressive stuff. Like, does One Piece have an ace lead? Yes. Does it also have a lot of fan service? Yes. I think that's just about all I had, unless y'all wanted to add anything else.
1: Huh? that's pretty much it for me, at least.
2: Yeah, I I don't really have anything.
0: All right, cool. Well, thank you both so much for joining me, Gale. Any any Moth Company plugin you want to do?
2: No, we've we've been busy. God, maybe maybe eventually we'll finally release the finale of campaign.
0: Too. I believe in you guys. I believe in the power that is you. But yeah, thank you both so much for joining me. No problem. It's always a pleasure. Of course. For those listening, if you'll recall the announcement from last week, below, if you're listening on Spotify, there'll be a poll where you can vote for what you want the upcoming actual play series to look like. Uh, We're doing an actual play series soon. It'll take me a little bit to get it set up, of course, but I'll try and work as quickly as possible. If you're not listening on Spotify, uh, go to my Instagram at the.world.dreamer where you'll find a poll that you can vote. It will be up once this episode is out.
2: excited to see what the series
0: is. And uh, I'm excited for things going forward. Thank you for listening to the episode. If you enjoyed it, please continue following us on the platform of your choice and recommend the podcast to other people you know. In addition, consider following us on Instagram at the.world.dreamer. If you're listening to this on Spotify, check the description for a poll where you can vote on what episode you want the actual play series to be based on. If you are not listening on Spotify, check out my Instagram for another poll where you can place your vote. This has been Matt, and I hope you have a good day.